Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network, wherever you are, positively different radio in the morning. And you're with the Double L team, Lyle and... Liam, good morning, Lyle. How are you? I am amazing this morning. How are you? I uh, Look, I'll be honest, I could be a little bit better. <laughs> Liam is struggling here with the hay fever. It's been smashing him since he came to New South Wales. Newcastle region. We're not sure, exactly sure what it is in the air that is uh, wiping him out, but uh, I'm on the meds, so ideally yep. things will get better. Okay, he's he's drugging up this morning, <laughs> drugging up to get us through this through the show. Okay, so what is uh, what is um, what are you thankful for this morning? Uh, this morning, I am thankful for said meds, said medication. Uh-huh. Um, they. <laughs> They might be a little bit because I've got the a nasal spray, which I I never really liked the nasal spray, but I've since learned that I'll, you need to go through a little bit of discomfort to have much more comfort, and um, yeah. So trying that as an alternative to the sleeping pills. Yes, which I mean they do great, but they knock you out like crazy, yep. and that is not great. So yeah, no, there you go. Sometimes you need to compromise. Guess what I'm thankful for this morning? I am thankful for the art of whistling. Is that right? Which is a lost art, and I need to have a bit of a rant about this. I probably don't have quite enough time for it, but whistling has become a lost art. It works a little bit like this. Back in the day, before every worksite had a radio, and now every tradie has a headset, when people worked, they whistled. Yeah, they just whistle a tune. Everyone who was working outside, doing whatever, or you know that kind of job, or in a, in a workshop or whatever, would just whistle a tune. They'd whistle to pass the day. They, that, that's right, because music is an important part of life. And since we've invented all kinds of uh, devices to transmit that, that's actually disappeared from society until whistling is almost a lost art. But I whistle. It's the only musical thing I do. And I whistle regularly and all the time, and I don't even know when I'm doing it, but... It is a source of never-ending entertainment for my wife. This is a reminder, you're listening to the delayed broadcast here on Faith FM. If you would like to listen to the live show live and participate in the quiz and the prizes and all the other fun things that happen on Faith FM Breakfast Show, then simply download the Faith FM app available on Apple or Android platforms. And we're going to be coming back in just a moment to talk about, well, Joe Biden and cats, because those subjects, of course, go together. I'm not quite sure how, but we're going to talk about them. This is Blue Highway, Wondrous Love. love is this oh my soul oh my soul what wondrous love is this oh my soul what wondrous love is this that caused the lord of bliss to bear the dreadful curse for my soul for my soul 
To bear the dreadful curse for my soul What wondrous love is this, O oh, my soul, O oh, my soul What wondrous love is this, O oh, my soul What wondrous love is this that calls the Lord a bliss to bear the dreadful curse for my soul, for my soul. To bear the dreadful curse for my soul. When I was sinking down, sinking down, sinking down. When I was sinking down, sinking down. When I was sinking down beneath God's righteous frown, Christ laid aside His crown for my soul, for my soul. Christ laid aside His crown for my soul. And when from death I'm free, I'll sing on, I'll sing on. And when from death I'm free, I'll sing on. And when from death I'm free, I'll sing and joyful be. And through eternity, I'll sing on, I'll sing on. And through eternity, I'll sing on. What wondrous love is this, O oh my soul? What wondrous love is this, O oh my soul? What wondrous love is this that caused the Lord of this to bear the dreadful curse for my soul? To bear the dreadful curse. Welcome back, everybody. That was uh, Blue Highway with Wondrous Love. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. We are about to kick off our quiz for the day with a Who Am I? It certainly is. Liam, take it away. Here we go. I prayed all this disaster has come upon us, yet we have not sought the favour of the Lord our God by turning from our sins and giving attention to to your truth. Lyle, do you know what it is? Mm, I feel like having a stab at this one. Huh? Let me go this direction. I'll have a stab. That is bang on the money. There you go. 1-800-324-843 is the number to call. There is a prize coming your way if you can guess who wrote this. Uh, or text us on 491 064-669. The prize coming your way this morning is a book by Dennis Smith, Spirit Baptism and Waiting on God. Okay, Dennis Smith, Spirit Baptism and Waiting on God is the prize for today, if you can guess who that is. All right, let's, uh, let's go to positively different news. Positively different news this morning, yes. So, you mentioned a little bit earlier... Uh, when you were talking about things you're grateful for, you're not very musically gifted. 
No, I can whistle. I can whistle a tune. I love to whistle. I whistle tunes all the time. So I just, I don't even know I whistle. I just whistle away. And and she was like, "Do you know what you're whistling?" I'm like, "Was I whistling?" And it's like, I have not got the faintest idea what song it is I'm whistling. But there's kind of there seems to be a bit of a theme to it. But I've never actually figured out what it is. Well, this morning we are going to try and really take hold of and grasp all the musical talent that you have. But I will get to that in just a you minute. You might need a pair of tweezers. <laughs> that, that'll come up in a short moment's time, okay? So, I'm talking about coronavirus this morning and how we can combat coronavirus, okay? Um, now, it's, spread, it's spreading across the world like crazy and it's getting very close to home and I'm sure that we're all very aware by now that washing our hands... Properly, and not touching our face, and not touching our face is one of the best ways to avoid contracting it. And, and wash t- hands, wash hands, wash hands, wash hands. Don't touch your face. Don't touch your face. Don't touch your face. Absolutely, just, just just drum it into your head all yeah. day long. Um, this means that not, washing your hands properly means with soap and water for twenty seconds, or according to Britain's National Health Service, as long as it takes to sing Happy Birthday twice to yourself. Now, this uh, whole situation with coronavirus. It happened, it started a couple of months ago. So by now, people are probably getting quite sick of singing happy birthday to themselves over and over again every time they go to wash their hands. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So there is a guy named William who's 17 years old. That's all we know about him. Um, I think he's from Britain as well. Um, But that's, that's all we know. A guy named William who's 17 years old, he has decided to make a little website called Wash Your Lyrics, okay? With this website, you can put any song you like into this generator with the title and the artist, and it chucks out a wonderful little diagram released by the National Health Service along with some lyrics with each representation of, of the step of where you should be at okay now this website it, in less than 24 hours he, this guy William created it created it in less than 24 hours so he's really quick and smart getting onto the matter and on the first day online he had more than 120,000 users request more than 2 million different uh, songs. So you can basically, rather than having Happy Birthday stuck in your head all day, you can choose which song you want to have exactly, stuck in your head. Exactly, exactly. Okay. And that number has grown rapidly since, I think he released it last week, and it just continues to grow. Um, so he said, thank you everyone who has posted on the site or has used the site so far, um, and sorry that it isn't quite there because, you know, he's only young. In But I think all, all things considered, he's done an incredible job. Okay, so what I thought we could do is I've chosen a song and I'm going to ask you, Lyle, if you could sing that song for us. And while he is singing, if you, now for this to work properly. I think my, I think producer Shell is laughing so hard that even here in a soundproof studio, <laughs> we can hear her laughing. Now, to give you a little bit of a, of a chance I will, so that everything works well, because this is my segment. My voice does need to be coming over a little bit more than yours because yes. I'm the important part for this section. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll get you to sort of uh, step back a bit so that you're more back here. Uh-huh. So that, that that's that's what everyone's how hearing. Bad, how bad I just step out of the studio. 
as long as you sing nice think, and loudly. I think that would I think that would work even better. Like if I step out of the studio and I walk down the hallway, turn left, <laughs> go all the way to the end of that hallway, down into the chapel where there is nobody right now at this hour of the morning, then it might be appropriate for me to sing. Think about it this way. Yes. You are helping people fight coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. See, to fight coronavirus, you have to have a strong immune system. Okay. And your immune system is going to be damaged if you suffer from depression. And if I sing live on radio, <laughs> you're all going to be suffering from depression. And I'm actually going to be killing people on air. Oh, okay. Well, maybe just say the words and, and don't sing them. Can you right. do that for right. us? We'll, we'll have a crack here. We'll have a crack. So what, you, what, 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 okay, so what, 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 explain what I've, I've got to do this song. Yes. I've got to go through this song. Yes. And, and you'll, you, and you'll you just, just go at a steady pace. Yes. And while you sing the lyrics to the song or, or say the lyrics to the song, yes. what I am going to do is talk through the diagram. So mention what each picture of the diagram is representing. Okay, do you want me to stop and start or you just want me to quietly keep um, going? Just, just quietly, sort of, nice okay, and so steadily, nice so and slowly. Off from, off and you do need to turn this uh, screen to you. Now, the song I have chosen is uh, There Is Power In The Blood by, uh, who's it by? Lewis Jack, I think that was, Lewis Jones, apologies. Lewis Jones, he originally wrote it in 1899, I think. Anyway, yeah, that's the song I've chosen. Um, one that we should all... I like I, I like this one because it, it does talk about being washed in the blood of Jesus. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was relevant. Okay, so when you're ready, All right, so I'm here standing, we go. I'm, I'm, standing, I'm standing back from the microphone. Here we go. I'm nice up and close. And I'm going to read this. I'm not going to kill everybody. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Would you be free from the burden of... Turn on the tap and rinse your... Oh, hang on. I think you're going a bit fast. Maybe do have a break in between each phrase. All right. Would you be free from your burden of sin? During this, you turn the tap on and rinse your hands. There's power in the blood, power in the blood. Squeeze the soap dispenser. Would you o'er evil the victory win? Wash the palms of your hands. There's power in the blood. Wash the back of your hand. Would you be whiter, much whiter than snow? Wash the front of your hand. There's power in the blood, power wash, in the blood. Wash the knuckles of your sand, hand. Sin stains are lost in its life-giving flow. Wash the thumbs of your hand. There's wonderful power in the blood. Wash the tips of your fingers. There is power, There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. Wash your wrists. There is power in the blood. There, sorry, there's power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. You rushed the last bit. I think technically... Yeah, it was the same thing over again. Well, essentially, you, well, it's, it sort of all works. Anyway, after that, you rinse your hands off and then turn the... This one really got me. You turn the tap off with your elbow. Um, that got me a little bit. And then after that, you wash your hands with a paper towel and air them out to dry. There you go. So what if you don't have like a soap dispenser? What if you're old school and use a cake of soap like I do? I will then, in the in the part where you squeeze, squeeze it. it, you just uh, yeah, do that. And I think you'd probably have the, that in your hand the whole time. I'd imagine. Okay, so this is kind of cool. Just, just get the, uh, you know, would you be free from your burden? Oh, here we go. There you go. Oh, I how good. I sang you a line. Um, just get it stuck in your head all yeah. th- throughout the whole day, 
as your hand washing song, and then tomorrow you just pick a new one. That's it. And I would say you pick another one about being washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And that becomes the song that gets stuck in your head all day while you wash your hands. That's wash, it. Wash, 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 wash your hands. That's it. Now, this website, in case you forgot, which is fantastic, is washyourlyrics.com. Okay, washyourlyrics.com. The other thing, of course, you can do is just pretend like you've been cutting up jalapeno peppers and are about to take out contact lenses. There you go. Wash your hands until you're confident to do something like that. You'll be in good shape. But I like this one better. Let's uh, let's get a song stuck in our head for the day. Let's next choose an, another one. And, of course, this is going to keep us positive all day long. Always good to have positively different experiences, just keeping us close to Jesus throughout the day. This is Reggie Smith with I Have Fixed My Mind. I have fixed my mind on another time. On another time And here I mean To stand until God gives me more light And that is today 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 until Fixed my mind on another time, on another time. I have set my course on the narrow way, on the narrow For I know the time is close at hand For which I watch and pray And that is today, today, today Until He comes I have set my course On the narrow way, on the narrow way, even so. Yeah. 
shall the Son of Man appear, the Son of Man appear, even so. everybody that was reggie smith with i have fixed my mind on another time you're listening to the breakfast show on faith fm and we're about to have clue number two for our quiz come on guys you should all get this one here we go clue number two i so distinguished myself from the other officials that the king planned to set me over the whole kingdom if you reckon you know the answer, give us a call on 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. Or send us a text on 0491-064-669. Okay, send us a message right now and you'll be getting a copy of Dennis Smith's book on spirit baptism. If you'd like to know all about that, then give us a call right now. Okay, so I haven't had this rant for a while and I'm kind of glad to be coming back to it. But it is a rant that needs to be had every now and then. And this is the environmentalist coming out in me. So here comes an environmental rant. Here we go. I like to have an environmental rant uh, every now and then. But the city of Cockburn in Western Australia has put forward a proposal. Before I go, it's Coburn. Coburn. (laughs) Thank you for... Good to have a Western Australian in the studio. (laughs) Uh, The city of Coburn in Western Australia has put forward a plan to eradicate cats. Really? Yes, which I think is like the best idea ever. Huh. Okay. Um, And so basically, Australia has experienced more um, extinctions in the last 200 years by far than any other country on the planet, and cats are the primary reason for it. Cats in Australia, at the, at the most conservative estimate that there is, kill 20 million native animals per day. Wow. That's massive. Yeah. That's the most conservative estimate that there is out there is 20 million native animals per day. 
So this is a massive problem for our country that's completely out of control. And if you want to get a grasp on, you know, what Australia will look like in another 200 years' time, travel to Europe and just see if you can find any birds. You know, I've spent plenty of time in Europe and the place is just like devoid of bird life. Yeah. Because they've had Felinus caddis running around there for the last 4,000 years and you sort of hate to think of how many species have actually uh, suffered extinction as a result of that over that time. And, of course, they're just wreaking havoc on our environment. And so the city of Coburn in Western Australia has like, you know what, we're going to do something about this and they put forward a proposal to actually ban cats. So it would work kind of like this. If you own cats, then they need to be kept in a catio. Right. Is that like a cage? Other, special- otherwise, otherwise spelt as C-A-G-E, cage. <laughs> <laughs> um, the cats would not be allowed off your property. Um, that they would be actively trapping and euthanizing uh, wandering cats, Ooh. domestic or otherwise. Oh, that's... That's yeah. really cracking down. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's like if you well, if you got your cat in a catio, there's no excuse for no. it to wander. No, um, and so yeah, um, all cats existing would be sterilised, and no new cats brought in. Um, and of course, they would roll this ban out in all new developments. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And there've been several, there've been several suburbs and new developments, I should say. Uh, in New South Wales that have trialled this yep. with just ridiculous levels of success. It's interesting when you remove cats from the environment how much the environment changes. The the entire foliage changes yeah. when you take cats out of the environment. Um, the bush looks different. Yeah. Because just of- like how at home, how the armchair of your couch would look different without a cat. Exactly. The trees. I'm sure would look different without a cat. Exactly. Because of the, you know, it, it brings so much more native wildlife back into the area. Yeah. And they, that then affects, you know, how, how plants are distributed and grow and, and all that kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, they'd start by banning them in new developments, bringing in these. So anybody that's moving into the area, yep. they come in knowing what they're coming in for. But then once it becomes successful, widening it out over the whole of Coburn. Um, and so, yeah, this has gone out for comment on Facebook and many people have welcomed it. Of course, there has been some backlash. Um, an online nationwide poll has showed a 44% support for a total cat ban across Australia. There you go. So there's a, there's a, that you stop and think about that. That's not majority. It, not quite, but it's an awful But that's lot. a wake-up call. Yeah. That's a lot of people out there have gone, yeah, you know what? This is a massive problem in our country that we need to address. Yeah. You know, this is the largest, probably one of the largest um, uh, environmental problems that are fauna-based that we have. You know, yeah. foxes are probably a close second. Yep. But actually, well, not even a close second. They're definitely a second, but not a close second to cats. Cats are, you know, they wreak absolute havoc on our environment. So, yeah, good to see somebody doing something positive for the environment. That's I, can, I can see yeah. lots of benefits for the cats for this as well because the amount of times that I've heard of cats running out onto the road and getting run over is pretty crazy. And if they're kept... And get involved in cat fights, yeah, all yeah. that kind of stuff. If they're, they're kept to up. a cage, then you can sort of, you know where they are. Or being shredded by a dog. Yeah. <laughs> I used to have a dog that regularly used to bring home cats. Um, <laughs> so we're looking out for the cats as well with this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and the simple reality is that the moment the cat leaves your front porch, it's a feral cat. Yeah. It's just how it is. Mm. 
Um, anyway, all of the cat lovers are going to be on my case now. <laughs> but I'm an I'm a native animal lover. Um, I really, uh, you know, support and love our native animals. I think that here in Australia we have incredible wildlife, and we need to support that. And uh, yeah, okay, I'm not saying that we need to. Um, necessarily ban cats. There are a lot of people who, you know, that's their only support animal that they have, but we should at least sterilize them. And, you know, cat breeders can have a license and breed their cats and, you know, sell them off as sterilized creatures that everybody can have their companion cat who wants one. So we need to add a little bit of balance to it. Anyway, we did say that we were going to talk about Joe Biden. So let's talk about Joe Biden. Of course, in the last 10 days, his campaign in the United States has moved at warp speed, uh, coming from a position of impossibility to just about wiping Bernie Sanders off the planet. He's uh, rather battered and bruised as a result of that. Uh, But it suddenly ran into a snag. So it's a little bit like you get this launch and you see him flying forward and then suddenly... Something something comes and stops him in his tracks. Yes, and it's over a religious issue, so we need Ooh. to talk about it. Um, one of his top aides uh, has been noted that he has very strong Hindu nationalist ties. Yep. So Amit Jani, uh, who was hired back in September last year, is uh, in charge of Asian American and Pacific Islander National Vote Director. That's what he's in, he's in, he's in charge of. Um, and he's a close personal friend and supporter of Narendra Modi in India, who, of course, runs pretty much a fascist uh, government over there that has basically instituted a brutal open season on Muslims. Right. Um, stripping them of citizenship... Uh, bringing in legislation that could involve the deportation from his country of two million people simply because of their faith right, and their religious belief. Now, this is Narendra Modi and, of course, Amit Jani. You know, his father is the founder of the Overseas Friends of the BJP, which is uh, the party that Narendra Modi heads up. Uh, which is basically your American sister organization to the uh, BJP ruling party in India. Uh-huh. And when Modi visits the United States, he stays with Johnny's family and the family home. Uh, they all get on quite well. Yeah. When a head of state is coming to stay in your home on an overseas trip, you are very, very close. Yeah. Okay, so how do you then have a progressive candidate, progressive left-wing candidate, who has ties to... A fascist in India who is, uh, you know, brutally suppressing Islam right across the country. It kind of, it kind of seems to be a bit of a clash, unless, of course, you know a little bit about history and particularly modern history, and uh, look at how that you know, hundred million people have died in the, in the last hundred years or so. Um, from you know these kind of governments, but you know uh, this particular individual has. Um, Compared Modi's popularity amongst Indian American youth to President Barack Obama's voter base and says perhaps what has enabled the American people and Indian American youth to connect with Modi is a sense of the shared values of democracy between that of the oldest democracy in the world and that of the largest. So an interesting comparison. I've never seen a comparison drawn between Modi and Biden before, but one of his top advisors is, and of course there's been 5,600 
you know, signatures to try and get rid of the guy. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to follow that story. Watch this space. This is the Statler Brothers. Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you washed in the blood, in the soul-cleansing blood of the Spotless are they white as snow Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Lay aside the garments that are stained with sin And be washed in the blood of the Lamb there's a fountain flowing for the soul unclean Oh, be washed in the blood of the Lamb Are you washed in the blood In the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? In the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood? Well, there's a great song to add to your hand-washing exercises that you do through the day. Just sing the song to yourself. That's it. By the time you get through the first verse, the chorus, and the second verse... You will uh, have, be cleansed. You, you will be clean enough not to catch coronavirus. And it seems that uh, producer Shell has been putting in a whole bunch of songs for you this morning, just to help you with your hand washing for the day. Indeed, she so tried to we've do got, it before. Uh, we've got washed in the blood. Um, I think the next one is called uh, put, your, put hand your hand in the hand, hand. of the. And, and then, of course, we've got washed by his blood coming up with Grego Pillow, one of our local pastors here. So. Uh, yeah, it's uh, she's she's jumped on the theme. Right she here. mentioned that she tried to do it before, but she was just too taken back by your attempt at singing by, by my <laughs> dulcet tones on the radio. That's the one. Yes. Um, now, clue number three of our quiz this morning. Who am um, I? Who am I? This one I think should definitely give it away. I am named after a god. That name was Belteshazzar. Oh, that one gives it away big time. Come on. Who was Belteshazzar? We shouldn't even have this particular quiz at the moment, and that's kind of another clue as well. But anyway, moving on. If you know the answer, there is a Dennis Smith book coming your way. 1-800-324-843 is the number to call. That's 1-800-FAITH-FM, or you can call us on 0491-064-669. Now, Liam. Yes, Lyle. Interview of the day. Who have we got for today's interview? 
Uh, well, we actually have this guy called Liam. Get out of town. <laughs> okay, so Liam's been on the radio here for the last few days, and we decided that it was probably about time that you got to know Liam, and or we all got to know you, Liam, and find out a little bit about who you are and where you come from, and uh, <clears throat> and yeah, what kind of things you're into, and uh, why, why why you're here on the radio. So. Liam, let's let's hear a bit about yourself. I understand that well you you did correct me in the last news story. I did. On my pronunciation of a certain Western Australian suburb, that kind of gives me a little bit of a hint that do you come from Western Australia? Originally, yes, I do come from, from the West. So that was where you were born? I was born in Armidale, in Armidale Hospital, and I lived there for 10 years. Okay, so Armidale is just sort of like uh, about three hours up the road here? Yeah, in it's, New South Wales? that's Armidale, spelt with an I. This is Armadale, spelt with an A. Oh, okay, so which yes. one's the correct one? I'd, I'd like to think it's Armadale with an A, <laughs> um, but if you ask anyone here, they'd probably... I mentioned it once upon a time oh, this, to someone, this guy just knows said, you were born up the road? No, not up the road. Um, across the country. On the on the on the, on that. It's kind of like a different country over there in Western Australia, isn't it? Some people say that it is the most isolated capital city in the world. Yes. Um, and it's something that has its perks, but also has its disadvantages. I, I love I love going over there and how everyone talks about. Oh yeah, over east, over east, over like, east. This different country somewhere over it is. east somewhere. Everyone's over east. Yeah. Even even like South Australia is close enough to the eastern border that it it gets chucked in that whole category. Definitely, definitely. That big piece of sand in the middle sort of, uh, it kind of acts like an ocean. It's it's not dissimilar, but in other ways very, very different from, you know, because I grew up in Tasmania. Yeah. There are similarities. There is that 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 big sort of gap. Yes. With the rest of the country. I had a, a big chunk of land. You had a big chunk of water. And, and in Western Australia, you come from over east, and in, in in Tasmania, you're mainlanders. Yeah. So, anyway, um, so you come from Western Australia. I do indeed. But you did not come to us from Western Australia. No. Um, indicated by your hoodie and blanket that you bring to the <laughs> studio to try and stay warm. Yes. Um, <laughs> I have most recently come from the far north of Queensland, right. uh, Cairns. So how long did you live in West Australia? How long did you live in Cairns? Here, okay, here we go. This gets a little bit complicated. So right. I lived in Western Australia in Perth until I was 10 years old. Then my dad got the call to come to Avondale and become a teacher. So we moved to Avondale when I was 10 years old and we were here for the four years while he was studying. He graduated at the end of 2013 which is when we moved to Cairns. Um, so I was there until I graduated from grade 12. I went to a Catholic school in Cairns, St. Mary's Catholic College. Uh, wonderful school. If you're ever in Cairns and need a school to go to, I'd recommend a high school to go to. I'd recommend that one. If you want to go to a primary school, there's Cairns Adventist College. Um, and then when I graduated, I moved back down here to Newcastle to go to Avondale to study a Diploma of Outdoor Recreation. That was in 2018. At the end of 2018, I graduated uh, from the diploma and moved back to Cairns and I was working in the outdoor industry and at the beginning of this year I moved back down to here. So this is not this is not incredibly unfamiliar territory to you. This is kind of like uh, maybe your third home. Yeah. So you've lived in kind of three places, Western Australia, Cairns yeah. and which one do you like best? I, I so, have so, a very so. strong bias to Perth. I was going to say you're supposed to say Newcastle because... Uh, but, we have more listeners here. But, uh, we do, but 
Perth is it's where you were born. You do you have is your bias towards Tasmania Listen, or to, to Newcastle? Have you been to Tasmania? I have been to Tasmania. Okay, so you you already know then. Tasmania is the promised land. <laughs> it's just like it goes without saying. It's like why do, why do you need to even ask me this question? Oh, because last time I went, I had to take my passport with me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have uh, successfully seceded. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, um, but no, it's where I was born. I feel yeah. that's where my extended family is. That's okay. where all my original friends are. It's whenever I go there, I, I really feel like it's home. And you're heading there in a couple of weeks' time. Apparently. I am. Um, I was going to head to Easter Camp, the the big the big camp equivalent yeah. in Perth. <laughs> it's not happening. Yes, it's not happening. So I'm just going to go to Livingston Church. Um, and so if you're there, feel free to come say hi. I'll be there for a week. Enjoy the uh, Corona flight. I will indeed. <laughs> Hopefully, that I'll, I'll have a, a whole row to myself, and I'll be living the dream up in the air. Um, but yeah, all right. So um, the big question is: Yeah, how did you come to give your life to Jesus Christ? So for me, this happened in I think it was 2015. Um, so after we moved. To Newcastle. So you would have been about what fifteen. At I was time. fifteen. Yeah. yeah okay. So I'm twenty years old. I was born in 1999. I um, have lived in three centuries. Uh, sorry, two centuries, three decades, and two millennia. Just, only just. Um, so yeah, I'm twenty years old now. I was fifteen at the time, and um, but I have to backtrack a little bit um, to give a little bit of context. We used to travel because we came from Perth. We used to travel back to Perth quite a lot. Um, and so at this point in time, we were living in Cairns, I believe. And we drove... I've, I've got a big family. I've got five younger brothers. I'm the eldest of six boys. Um, so God bless mum. So we drove from Cairns through Newcastle, just stopping and saying hi to all the friends in Newcastle. And then we, cruise, we drove across the Nullarbor to Perth um, for Easter camp. Um, and at this Easter camp, it, w- it was where I decided to give my heart to God. There was a speaker there who was at the time from uh, Sydney, I believe. I think his name was JP. I can't remember his name exactly, but um, I think he had um, Hispanic heritage from memory. If not, yep. I apologize. I know the guy. Um, so, yeah, he came in and the talk that he gave, it just really, really resonated with me. Um Basically, what he was talking about was you're in a fight, you're in you're in a boxing ring, and you've got the whole crowd going for you, but Satan's on the other end, and he starts to overcome you, and the whole crowd then turns towards him. So, oh yeah, come on, you're you're doing terribly. Turn to this guy, he's winning, and when you feel that you're at your lowest, that's when JC jumps in the ring for you, Jesus Christ, and he jumps in and he takes over from you. And um, then he starts to grow in popularity. He starts to win. And eventually, he overcomes the devil. And it was that story. I don't, I don't know exactly why it was that story, why it was that representation. But after that sort of sermon, that was I, after that. I went out to um, it was it was a really quiet place on the proper on the campground, which was really hard to find during mm. pig camp. If, Big camp. If you've been to any sort of a big camp, it's very, very difficult to find a, a quiet space. Yeah, I mean, the, the uh, Brisbane one has like, what, five, 6,000 people there. Yeah, I don't think... Uh, Western Australia wouldn't be quite that no, big. No, but, but there's still a decent still- amount of people. 
Um, so I went to this big camp and I, I did manage to find a little quiet place. Um, I did have to go to a not out of bounds area, but an area that was recommended not to go to. A grey area. A grey area. area. Yeah. I did have to venture into this grey area to find this place, but I think it was it was certainly worth it, you know? Mm. It was at that point that I was just like, you know, God, I want this is the point where I want you to come into my life and box for me. I want you to represent me in the ring. Um, and from there, my journey sort of, that's where it sort of picked up from. Um, I came home to Cairns and I started talking to my pastor. At the time, it was Pastor Daniel Mateo, who was currently the youth director in Tasmania, which is who I went to visit in Tasmania, um, as we were talking before. Um, but yeah, I mentioned it to him and, you know, he said, you know, we should get you baptized, boy. And um, at the North Australian Conference Big Camp in 2016, I was baptized. So big camps have uh, certainly played a significant role in your walk with God then. They certainly have. I love them. It's a pity that a bunch of them are not operating this year due to the coronavirus, including Western Australia and yeah. New South Wales. Yeah. Hopefully, the, uh, hopefully the virus will all be passed and done by the time that the next ones are scheduled to happen. I just do want to mention something about big camps and you might not be familiar with how these work. There is kind of one per state around uh, Australia. Yep. And so depending on which state you are in, just sort of do a bit of Googling, find out where the big that big camp is going to be and book yourself in for it. It will be the most amazing spiritual experience it is that you will ever have. Incredible. Regardless of regardless of what your faith background is. Yeah. You know, there's going to be a lot of stuff. I, you know, that's going to come from a Seventh Day Adventist context, and might sound and feel a little bit in house if you're not a part of that particular faith group. But hey, we can visit, you know, different churches of different faiths all yeah. the time, and you just enjoy and embrace the differences as yeah. you go. And even at big camp, there's there's different divisions. Um, there's all the way from little tiny tots. Um, to the this more senior tent and everything yep. in between. It's, it is the best everything place in between. to take your family. Um, so yeah, it, there's multiple different choices for you to go. And, and you can and, and because of those choices, what it does is it gives you a choices of you know different speakers. So you'll have a uh, a couple of different adults tents, you know, with different themes. Yeah. Um, and then you'll have your high school, your eighteen plus, you know, all these different age brackets. And you know, sometimes sometimes I go to the, last year at North New South, I went to the eighteen plus tent because that was where it was happening. Yeah. You know, it's just like, wow, this is amazing. Uh, some years I go to the Connections tent. Some years I go to, you know, the the uh, the big tent, which is like for the older generation. And so, yeah, a couple of them cancelling this year, but these are really, really vibrant gatherings that have just so much Absolutely. spiritual Absolutely. energy attached to them. Um, do yourself a favour and, and book yourself in for one and, hey, for us here in North New South Wales. We're going to have to look further afield, I think, to uh, find mm. other locations to go to. But, yeah, Liam, so glad to see the way they have played a role in your life. Yeah. And it's awesome to have you here on Faith FM. Thank you very much. This is Put Your Hand in the Hand of the Master.
Happy Hearts is a free community craft program for kids aged 1 to 5, designed to encourage growth and creativity through Bible stories. Join us each Tuesday during the school term from 9.30 till 11am at the Senior Citizens Hall, 401 Warburton Highway, Wandon North. For more information or to register, go to happyhandsart.com.au forward slash happyhearts or contact Patricia on 0425 854 516. That's 0425 854 516. Happy Hearts. Free fun for kids and the mess stays with us. to Faith FM, positively different radio. If what God has already done isn't enough for you, nothing's going to be enough for you. Because it's meant to be real. And real life stories have baggage. We know that Peter's a loose cannon. It's all about context. And he chose different personalities to express that because his personality is infinite. If it's a love song written to us, when we're at our lowest points, we've got backup. Like a lot of the rational arguments for the existence of God, they tend to work better after you believe. Hi, this is Luke from oztabletalk.com.au. Please join myself and some of my closest friends as we explore our faith through conversation, Bible study, interviews, and more. You can find us online at oztabletalk.com.au. That's oz as in Australia, A-U-S, tabletalk.com.au. Looking forward to seeing you there. Bye. I'm so glad that's recorded because I want to write that down. Yeah. <laughs> Someone called it a care package there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> is the greatest joy for me.